Hello, everyone. Hope you are doing well. I am continually amazed with all the incredible kidpreneurs in the world. If you know a kidpreneur and would love to have them share their story and journey, it doesn't matter if they're just starting out or they're in the thick of their journey or they've really created some success in their journey, we can all learn from their lessons along the way. So if you know them, please get a hold of me through my Instagram account or Facebook. And always in the show notes, I have my information down there. So please reach out to me and let me know about a fabulous kidpreneur in your life. So next, and make sure you tune back because in the next couple of weeks, we have some pretty fabulous kidpreneurs coming on. We have a sci-fi author. We have a um, coffee and tea company. He's 12 years old. He runs that. And we actually, ha actually have a doodling artist. She is in high school and she puts her designs on cell phone cases and backpacks and leggings. So her work is pretty incredible. So I want you to, to see what she does. Her designs, they're absolutely fabulous. And then we're going to talk about money management. Like, what do you do when your kids start earning this money? Like, you don't let them spend it all, right? So we're going to talk to somebody about money management and all things e-commerce. So we have a busy, busy, busy month coming up and weeks ahead. So make sure you tune in. But this week, we are having a returning guest. She is from Zandra Beauty, and she actually works for her daughter's company, Tamara Zantel. She's back, and she's talking about all the, the business um, ins and outs and what it really took to develop and establish this business along the way, this incredibly successful business along the way. You know, entrepreneurship is not for the faint-hearted. So she talks about that and what they're doing in her daughter's business. So here we go. Tune in and let's hear from Tamara and this week's episode. As moms, we will do anything for our kids. Well, almost anything. Is your child an aspiring entrepreneur or do they already have a business and just don't know how to gain traction, momentum, and sales? For the last nine years, I've been guiding my daughter in running and scaling her online baking business. Find out the scoop as we hear from other mom bosses and learn how their kidpreneurs are successfully making five and six figures dominating their markets. What do they know that you don't? Tune in every week while these mom managers spill the tea. Well, Lemonade, helping you through the ins and outs of business so you too can guide your kidpreneur to pursue their dreams, build confidence, and their bank account along the way. Join the ranks of this elite mom boss tribe. I am your host, Katrina Wilson, and you are listening to the Lemonade to Laptops podcast. Hello, everyone. We have a returning guest with us today. I'm so excited, Tamara Zantel, to have her back and dive a little bit deeper into her story and all the 
impactful programs you have going on and talk to us about your role in being a parent manager and COO of Xander Beauty, which is her daughter's plant-based, cruelty-free, eco-friendly skincare line that her daughter started at the age of nine and she is now 20. Um, that is incredible. I love it. Um, I hope you're recovered from all the uh, Black Friday sales. Um, so why don't you give us a little bit about um, your backstory, you know, what it looked like when she was nine and starting, and then your journey from nine to 20. Like, it, I, I know it wasn't an easy road. It was ups and downs and peaks and valleys. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So you are correct. It was not an easy road at all. Um, and I think any parent that is looking to start or grow anything, I mean, even just sitting down to do coloring with your child or doing a weekend craft, <laughs> interesting experience, which <laughs> yeah. last 10 years of building a brand. Um, you know, when Xander started in 2009, you know, kidpreneur, teenpreneur, all these hashtags and this trend that's going on now, even though it's not where it's going to be in regards to the way the world views um, kids and business, but it hadn't even started yet, you know? So um, we absolutely, we struggled together. You know, if initially it was my struggle as a parent, just trying to figure out how to find the resources and to be able to connect her to other kids. Because I took her seriously, but most of the people around us and the community and the business industry didn't take her seriously. So the struggle came when, it, you know, we, uh, she applied for, um, whether it was curated artisan shows or to be a vendor at an event or to be a speaker at something or just to be featured in something or to sponsor something, it, there was always a lot of pit, a pushback because it, we weren't looked at or her brand at the time wasn't looked at as if it was a real business because the CEO was only nine, 10 or 11. Right. Like, so, like this was a hobby. Right. Exactly. You know, but I will say in the beginning, based on my management style, it looked like a hobby. Mm. It did, like our social media or lack of social media, right. um, our branding, a lot of things, you know, even though we were taking it seriously, we were running the business as if it was a hobby. Mm. So I had to stand back and look at the, the business and what we were building and say, okay, well, if people aren't responding well to it, what do I need to change as her manager, as the manager of this, you know, growing brand um, so that she could be taken seriously, you know, for, because for years, you know, like you mentioned, she was the only child in the room. So um, the decision I made was to continue to bring her into circles of other women in business, other artisan spaces, makers, small businesses, whatever it was, I wanted her to be there at the table so she can hear the conversation, experience the, the vibes in the room, you know, so that she would feel like she was a part of a community. Um, and then I started, I, the biggest decision I made that shifted everything was I decided to invest. I found a program, um, actually two programs we invested in. Um, one was I found a program that was specifically for artisans that were looking to get their products into stores. So she was in this adult only program, year long program with other artisans who wanted their products in, in Target and in Ulta Beauty and in grocery stores. And they had real amazing brands already. So very intimidating, once again, the only kid. Sure. And then the only the other program um, was through the University of Buffalo. I signed her up for the um, School of Management. They had an entrepreneurial leadership program, um, and she, I enrolled her in that. And she got a mentor, and 
that program literally changed her mindset. Towards now, it. was that program specifically for kids? Not at all. It was an all adult mm-hmm. program. She was the first child to ever be accepted and actually graduate. So yeah. now do they have a program for kids? They still don't. <laughs> they still oh don't. But she and I are both mentors for that same program. Oh, and wonderful. since we've been able to get um, two other young moguls to two other kids to join the program. One last year and for the that so that um, young man was the second child. And then one this year is actually getting ready to start wow. this coming 2021. So yeah. Um, but she's a mentor for the young people. And then I'm also mentors for the other small business owners in the program. So we're still connected. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So at what point did you think to yourself, you know what, we might really have something here? Hmm. I really, you know, <laughs> you're going to be, this is going to shock you she was in Brooklyn, New York, standing on stage at Etsy headquarters. (laughs) She had just done an amazing pitch. And I sat in the chair with tears in my eyes. And that's exactly what I thought. I was like, this kid has it. Like this business is going to change our lives. But that was in 2016. Like I literally just got chills. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Like when I talk about it, I still feel like I'm sitting in that white chair at Etsy headquarters with the orange carpet and thinking like, oh my God, this is it's either sink or swim because we spent, she, we got invited there. Thousands of artisans applied to be a part of the um, Etsy open call is what they called it. Mm-hmm. And um, from all over the world, all over the world, they chose 35 small businesses, 35 art makers, they call them. Mm-hmm. They flew from everywhere, all over the world to come to Etsy headquarters and each one had to pitch five businesses to, in order to do business with them. Mm. And all weekend, everyone thought that I was the business owner. They thought I was, oh, Zandra. I was a business. Right. So when yeah. they call Zandra to come up and um, do her thing, my child walks up there in her little tiny self. And everyone was like, like you could have heard a pin drop. And I sat there and held my breath the entire time. She did this, the most amazing pitch Long story short, she ended up getting a golden purchase order. They only gave out 10 that weekend. And that six-figure purchase order changed our lives. Yes. That was, that was the pivotal point. That was the point. And it's, and it's interesting because you would think I would have known or I would have been that confident about it when I was entering her into all these pitch competitions and positioning her and doing all these things or after the rebrand. But some, somehow there was still this underlying am I doing the right things? Is this going to work? Especially since high school had started and, you know, her friends, things that, you know, prom and all these things were starting to be on the horizon. Yeah. So it was like, you know, should I just be, think of this like, okay, this is a great run. Maybe, maybe we should just shut it down or maybe we should go back to it being a hobby and it's something she could do on the, in the side. It just, there was so much going on that year. Um, we weren't really, I wasn't really sure if she was going to stick it through, you know? And at that point, were you still at a corporate job? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, I still was. And then, and it wasn't, it was months later when I remember sitting in my office at work and I'm looking out the window at this beautiful corner office. And I was thinking like, hmm. And I was feeling a little overwhelmed because all the, we had just, we had this purchase sure. order, right. That we had to get out because yeah. it was for the holidays. We got the purchase order early that summer, but it was for the holidays in um, paper store stores, uh, hundreds all over the, the, the nation. It was a lot. So I'm managing yeah. all these things. Xandra's <laughs> getting speaking requests. So I'm at work 
And I started to realize like, wait a minute, I'm at work, but I'm actually working doing Xandra. And then I started feeling like, why am I here? Instead Mm -hmm. of building this million dollar brand business, 4.2 million, managing all these doctors and physiatrists and all this stuff. And I'm not giving my child, I'm still not giving her business a fair chance because I'm, that's still part-time for me. And I was working it like we were doing it late at night. And so I just made a decision. I was like, you know what? I think I, I think I need to give Xandra a real chance, you Mm -hmm. know? And, um, I, I walked into my boss's office and I was like, (laughs) I think I'm going to leave in 30 days. He was like, 30 days? I was like, I don't know. I mean, how much time you need? (laughs) He's like, you're going to go sell soap with your daughter? Absolutely. I said, yep, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Good for you. (laughs) Like, you know, but it, it, it had to, there was something inside you that said, you know what? I have to do this. I have to do it for my daughter. I have to do it for my family. I have to bet on ourselves mm-hmm. instead of building somebody else's dream. Absolutely. I'm going to build my daughter's dream and my family's dream. That's exactly what happened. And, yeah. and, and the interesting thing is that's when the shift happened. When I transitioned out of corporate and became the official COO, because I could say I was a COO all I wanted to, but I was kind of half in it. You know what I mean? So when yeah. I became, I sat into my, my, uh, my title and my position and restructured the business and looked at everything. Um, that's when I was like, okay, we need to change the way this looks. This is touching us in a different way because when I came out, my husband also came out, he came out of his corporate job and he was like, you know what? I'll just start consulting full time to make sure that, you know, things still stay at a, you know, that we don't starve to death. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. why we try to do this, right? Like, realistically. <laughs> we can I mean, pay our the, mortgage. <laughs> right, because the business yeah. was doing well, but we hadn't quite gotten over the hump yet where it was taking care of, our, and we had never asked for it or expected the business to take care of us. So this was a scary moment, you know, sure. like we, um, we downsized, we stayed in our still same, same home, downsized to one vehicle. Like it, like it, we, it was a major change for everyone in the household, all our children. So because I knew that that shift was going to happen and we talked about it as a family, that's when it only made sense for us to change the way we looked at the business. It was no longer Zandra's um, the, the 16 year old's brand or business. It became our family business. Oh, I love that. Like, I can just see where that point and that switch, like a switch went off and you guys just said, you know what, we're all, and, and what did that family meeting look like? You know, because I know you have, you know, other children, mm-hmm. were they all at home at this point? Are they all involved in different businesses? What do they have going on? And, 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 what did their role, how did their role, because, you know, my daughter has a a baking business and my husband bakes the items. She decorates. Love it. I'm packaging up stuff. Like I get it. You and I get it. Like it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Sometimes, (laughs) and especially around the holidays, I'm like, okay, to her other two siblings, I'm like, you put the stickers on the boxes. You do this. You do, you have to help because we need all the manpower we can. So when you are sitting down for that family conversation, how were the other siblings reacting to that? They, they were actually very positive to the, the idea um, because you know none of my kids are strangers to entrepreneurship. Uh, my parents are, are entrepreneurs and our family, like we just, that's just a, a part of our family base. 
Um, and they all had ideas and they're super creative. Um, our oldest boy is a football player. Um, and he's actually plays professional football in Canada. That's on pause right now, but that's his profession. Um, our oldest daughter, Mercedes is, she's been, she's super creative, very similar to Zandra. She has a clothing line. She's in, she sells, um, canvases. She has an, an art studio. She's just, and she just graduated from cosmetology school last week, which is huge for her because she wants to open a salon. She's just kind of like very creative, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's also the mother of my two grand beauties, which is extra stars for her, extra bonus point <laughs> for her because they're the cutest little people in the world. Um, and she's married to a, um, an NFL player, professional football player as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, my son, James, who is in the middle, he is also a professional football player. But once again, he's on pause. But at the time, all the kids were kind of coming in and out of the house, you know, like, you know, trying to get their life together and sure. trying to figure out, you know, college and all these different things. So they were flowing through. Um, but the family meeting looked like, okay, whatever you need us to do. You know, Mercedes is like, well, I'll, you know, promote it. I'll do whatever. I'll work on the social media. Um, James is like, you tell me what, you know, how do I, how do we, how do we fit in? What does this look like for us? Because at the time they were all you know, like I said, coming back and forth, but they were like, James was still in college, you know, uh, James and LJ were still in college. So um, Josiah, the youngest boy, Xandra's little brother, he was home. So he was just like, okay, so what's my job going to be? You know, he was ready. So even now he's the, um, a production assistant at Xandra and James, since the football um, season is on hold for him, he is our fulfillment manager. And he's been working in that role all this year because of, you know, the pandemic. Sure, sure. And he's taken ownership of it. He loves it. Um, and it's just super empowering, you know. Um, but the family meeting was, it, it, it was, it went really well. I think they respected our decision. Um, well, my initial decision to come out. And then when Jimmy decided, okay, I think I, think I might do the same thing. We, we made it clear that this is ours. You know, this is something that we have an opportunity to build, to grow. This could be our family legacy. Mm-hmm. And when we presented it that way, they started to see how everyone could benefit. So it was no longer just all about Zandra traveling all over the world, speaking and doing all the things. It was, okay, we, have a, a, we can make magic here and we'll get paid for it. So that was the other thing, you know, so sometimes <laughs> when you have your kids and you're like, oh, everybody has to help if they don't see uh, benefits or they don't understand how it helps them or how it helps supports the house, it's hard for them to show up and deliver, you know, on point and give all they got, you know? So when you, when you're transparent with, as a parent and you let them know, okay, well right now we're just going to work so we can make this much money so we can pay the mortgage, pay the car, pay the studio rent, buy materials. Like we look at the budget and it's like, okay. And then your sal- then we're going to do salaries. This is how much you're going to wake. First, everyone be independent contractors. You'll get a stipend and this is what yep. it will look like. And then we grew over the years to now they have salaries and they have cash paychecks that their sister signs. So, you know, um, it's worked. It's worked. Everybody, um, it's, it's a balance though, as a parent to be able to um, nurture and honor each child in their own gift and make sure that we all show up to the games. We all show up to the graduation. We all show up when Josiah's written two books and celebrating him equally as you celebrate, you know, James's touchdown or whatever's important sure, to him sure. <laughs> during that season, you know? So it, it's, at times it's, I'm going to say it's never easy, but we make it work. I, you know, and I'm, I'm sitting here listening to, you know, 
being a mom to a grandmother to having, you know, all your kids involved in other different businesses and them helping in the Xander beauty business. And like, how do you keep it all together? <laughs> I use ClickUp. <laughs> It is a project management software. Um, and then I can, that's how it keeps me straight. Right. So I have a system for myself and then we have a system for the businesses. Um, but you know, but seriously, I have to be in order, right. As a COO, um, uh, my husband is a CFO, right. So he tells us what we can and cannot do. Right. right. Based on the numbers. Yep. Um, and then I, my mom is on board. She manages the, um, the studio, the production area and the manufacturing facility. So, um, you know, together we have, we have meetings often. We have meetings often, you know, because, yeah. so we can, you know, checks and balances and, you know, systems and SOPs. Once I got all that stuff, once I didn't have to do that at, a, at my corporate job and I was able to instill those, you know, those, um, mm. those fun foundational items into our family business things just started to run well, you know. Okay, talk, so. talking about the foundational systems in place, are there, you know, two, three, four foundational systems you absolutely have to have going into this, like as you're starting? Oh, yes, starting up. I starting would definitely up. say, I would definitely say the first thing, um, <laughs> And I know this is the, the least, probably the least exciting thing, but we all have to be on the same page. We, meaning the family, you and your child have to be on the same page. Mm -hmm. That conversation needs to be a serious conversation. So whether it's you parent with this amazing idea and you're like, oh, you love um, slime. You should start a slime business, right? It yeah. can either go that way or your child coming to you to say, hey, mom, dad, I want to be an author or I want to start selling dog soap or whatever. Then, then that's when we say, we don't just go buy things. We go, we have a seat and we talk about what is entrepreneurship look like? What are, what are our goals? Like, do you really want to do this? Or do you, are we trying to make money at this? Mm -hmm. Are we trying to be a, a, turn this into a thing? Or are you just looking to be creative? The same way you can sign your child up for, for photography class or, you know, whatever class. But if you say you want to be a CEO and you want us to invest in this thing, this is what this looks like. And then we assess what our um, level of commitment will be. How will our lives change? You know, so when things start to get tough, in which, and they will, and there's a weekend when friends want to go to a party or sleepover or movies, or you just want to sleep until all day on a Saturday or play the game, the child, not the parent. <laughs> yeah, right. <It's> like, <laughs> remember, this is what we're working for. This is what we said. So it's just establishing those boundaries and those baseline, you know, that baseline of what we're willing to do, what we're not willing to do. And, um, you know, in a corporate space that would look like later on as the, the business grows, that would look like creating your strategic plan, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but I would say the first thing would be um, that conversation, you know, just being super honest with your child. Like this means that some of the kids might do this and you might be doing that. Are you okay with that? You know? Yep. Um, and then the next thing I would say is really invest in um, time and energy into doing your market research. 
you know, and mm-hmm. understanding the industry that you want to enter into. So that way it's when you come out gangbusters and you start promoting this thing, you already know who your competitors are. You already know where you fit into the marketplace. You already know what stores will, will you want to work with or what brands you want to work with or what stages you want to stand on, your child wants to stand on or, you know, what shelves they want their book on, depending on what their, whether their product, whatever their product or service is. Um, you have to have that foresight, you know, and you, because you, you, the idea is you want to build what you're, what you want to have later, you want to start building that now. Mm-hmm. If we don't look at what's out there and start figuring out where we fit into the market and do that validation process, we'll just be wasting resources. So notice, I haven't talked about spending any money yet. We're no. still, you know, right? We haven't even right, spent right, any money right. yet, yeah. right? Yeah. But these are, the, these are the unfun things that a lot of families, parents, kids, entrepreneurs in general really skip over because we want to just go straight to getting the logo coming up with the fun part, you know, a name and then letting everybody in, in the internet world know that we're open for business, inbox me to buy. Yes. And it's like, mm, there's a better way to do it, you know, if we're serious about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So definitely that conversation, um, investing and in understanding your market and really validating the idea. Mm-hmm. And then I would say, um, you know, connecting as a foundation, you need to connect yourself, your child, to um, other people doing what you want to do, you know, because that gives you, that allows you to see what's possible. And it gives you that release you need when you're like, wait a minute, this child is acting like he's my boss. Am I going (laughs) to Or my daughter don't change her mind for the 1600th time. Anybody else experiences? You need that community. You know, you need a network of people that will make you, will calm you down because for many of us, those that are around us, those that are in our house sometimes or our immediate families, they think we're nuts anyways already for doing this. You know, they don't really understand where we're coming from either from an entrepreneurship perspective or parenting perspective. They just don't get it. So um, we'll go further faster if we're connected to a community of people that also want the same type of things that we want for our families, for our children. Yes. That's what I would say. Yeah. Well, so and those I are think, the top three things. Yeah. Having that mentorship having that community, that support system, because there's been plenty of times that I'm in my office going, am I, am I, am I losing it? Can, can we really do this? Can, you know, is, is the family really invested in this? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, we still have the, the business in our home. Yeah. You've taken it out of your home now. And so, you know, we're, it's December 1st. Guess what? My house does not look like my house upstairs. I can only imagine. (laughs) There's baking racks and there's this and there's boxes and there's, so our house for, you know, several weeks turns into a mini little showroom. Yeah. A showroom with a bakery on the side and a manufacturing, right, exactly. Well, and and then my kids are like, well, what are we eating tonight? Like, like, what's for dinner? (laughs) Well, I'm like, I haven't had an opportunity to get to get to the oven or in the kitchen because right. it's like you're eating the, what we're making. <laughs> you're eating the yeah. cookie. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think they're going, you know, getting too far on right. sugar cookies, but yeah. So it, it's, it's challenging at times, but absolutely. But that's the, the conversation that we need to have because parents that are starting out with their kids, like just thinking of this idea of a baking business, they don't realize that that could be a reality for them in six months, six years or whatever. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. So like, that's the way, that's why it's important to be connected to people that have been where you're go- trying to go. So mm-hmm. they can say, so now you can tell other parents, look out for this, wait until your kitchen's full, wait until there's nothing else. Like the whole house turns into a bakery and everybody's in a way inconvenienced. 
right? And that's also yes. why we have to have the full family on board because we have to respect and acknowledge that everybody could literally be inconvenienced, right? You know, but if we understand and we're on the same page, we understand that this is something that we are building together. That inconvenience um, it shifts to us just doing our part. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's that shift of mindset of right. Yeah. And I and I love that you said that. You know, doing your market research, and it's so so key for these kids because I think social media paints a picture of everybody's highlight reel. And this is wonderful starting a business, and this is this is what happens, and it's so all roses. And but they don't see the reality of my daughter not sleeping for two days because she's decorating cookies. They don't see the reality of her with her heating pad on the back of her. The, her chair because her back is killing her because she's crunched over like decorating all night long. So, yes. you know, it's those things. And as parents, you know, I look at and go, oh my gosh, did you eat today? Did you eat today? Did you, like you start to get concerned because they're, they love what they do and they want to provide these products or services to their, their customers or clients. But sometimes you're like, as a mom, as a parent, you're like, okay, at what price? Absolutely. You know what I mean? So you've got yeah. to have that balance. You've got to. Absolutely. And, you know, in, and I think mentoring with other parents and having that support system, we that have been through it can say, okay, like you said, your kitchen's not going to be your kitchen. And, you know, this is, you know, your child's not going to be able to go with their friends and do this sometimes, or because they're going to have to get up and, and, you know, go service their clients or go to this craft fair or, you know, whatever, this trade show. And, and they're going to miss these, these times with friends sometimes, but that's the price we pay to, to that's be a in major sacrifice. Yeah. It's a major sacrifice for, for everybody on, in hand. So I think, you know, jumping in and you tell me if you found this, that I think in the beginning, like I really didn't consider that. We just said, you know, I mean, she literally just, my daughter just came to us and said, hey, mom, you know what? I I want a cell phone. And I said, well, (laughs) there's a monthly plan that comes with that cell phone. So how do you plan to pay for that? And she was like, I'll just sell my cupcakes. Because at that time it was cupcakes. And as a parent, I'm just like, yeah, let's put up a Facebook page. Let's, you know, let's, really? yeah, right, right, right. You're, the, you know, the neighbors, the family, they love your cupcakes. Everybody else will love your cupcakes. And I think, you know, learning from our mistakes because yes. we've yes. made, pl- we've made plenty. Yes. And I'm just like, okay, okay. We've, we kind of just jumped blindly into it. And then after the fact said, Oh, yeah, we might want to. Yeah, know, wait through. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We we kind of jumped. We went through from zero to like step twenty. We we need to back it up and do all the steps before twenty. Yeah. So yeah, it's crazy. it's a whole situation. But that's why those conversations in the beginning, and and without parents like you and I telling them that that those conversations and those considerations need to be taken right up front on the beginning when you're just de- when you're trying to decide business hobby, hobby, business, right? If we're clear right from the front that it's going to be a hobby, then no problem, right? But if we're calling this thing a business, then you and I are here to say, these are the things you need to consider. Please don't proceed unless you pass go. (laughs) 
it's yes. not gonna, it's a little less fun, but it just means that you will save so much time, energy, oh. and resources down the road. If you just so, do the work right yes. up front, you know? So much aggravation, right? Because we've yep. been through it. Yeah. 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 Totally. <laughs> oh gosh, we could, we could literally be here all day talking. But, yeah, I know because um, I, I it's so exciting and I love learning about people's stories and what they've learned from it. Um, so tell us about what exciting projects you have coming up um, that you'd like to share. Absolutely. So um, with Zandra, um, we're expanding her line. We're expanding our line mm -hmm. for Zandra. Um, she's working on a new, um, it's going to be our mid-range line. It's going to, because she's now 20. So she's working on a new line that's going to cater to like 20 to 30 year olds. You know, she swears she's 30 in her brain. She's like, but I mean, technically, you know, she's right. like, I've been an adult since I was, I'm like, girl, sit right. down. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's going to be a new, like, you know, ode to her, you know, becoming a woman and, you know, instead of just the little Xandra beauty. Um, and then from there, we're going to venture into hair care as well. So that's Ooh. another thing that we've been, we've already, we've created the plan for in 2021. So that's very exciting, very exciting between that and then deciding we're, we're busting out of our manufacturing facility. So it's like, we're deciding whether we get an, a larger space or an additional space where we are, or if we're going to just build our own space. Ooh. Um, I say build, but I'm not the boss, you know, so we have to um, work through that as a team. Um, and then for Raising a Mogul, uh, it's growing. And I'm just so honored for the parents, uh, honored that the parents in the community and that are connected to uh, programming, they continue to show up and they're, they're working with their children. And um, we started our Young Mogul Prep School, uh, school which is a uh, membership for the kids. And they are literally, it's the best program. It's like my favorite. We have other <laughs> programming, but it's my favorite. Yeah, I can and tell. We work with the parents. <laughs> But these kids are like amazing. And we started a young mogul boot camp. We did back when the pandemic started in March because the parents like all of a sudden schools were closed and the parents were like, right. what do we do, what do, so we we do did, with these kids? Yes. Yeah, so we did a free 10 day live boot camp for kids. We had 600 kids registered. What? It was insane. Yeah. And then so every day, you know, you can't get all the people to show up every time, all the little kids, but every day I had at least 200, 240 kids. Oh, that's on, wonderful. On it was amazing. But we, we about, I would say more than 50% of them stayed all the way through the program and they started a business. Oh, so those kids, I was like, we were like, okay, what do we do? And Xandra and I had a conversation and she was like, let's do young mogul prep school. Let's bring it back. And cause she had it as a program that she would mentor other kids when she was younger. Um, so we brought back young mogul prep school and I meet with those kids every month and they are the highlight of my month. They're just bright and brilliant and just amazing. They love business and they're learning how to be CEOs. And it's just them by themselves. Their parents have nothing to do with it. Like their parents get them on Zoom. Right. They work through their work. They're taking, they're learning how to take their own photos. They're learning how to schedule social media. They're learning how to build a business plan. It is just really spectacular. So yeah, uh, that, that program has my heart, but we, yes, we, I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> we well, definitely then, have programming for parents as well. It's, it's probably where you just, you know, go to energize yourself too, yeah. because those kids could, you know, They're just so bring fun. the energy. Yeah. We do monthly pep rallies too, where they just kind of, we all come on zoom together and we dance and we read our young mogul prep school creed and they get to share about their business and they bring their cat or their dog to class. It's really great. <laughs> oh, how wonderful. I mean, these kids are little, they're like seven and we have yeah. seven to 19, believe it or not. In the program. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. 
So where can our guests um, find more about all your programming? What's the easiest way to connect on social media with you? The easiest way to connect with me would be inside the Raising a Mogul Facebook community. Um, and you can get there by going to raisingamogul.org. You can also find me all over the internet at Tamara Zantel or at Raising a Mogul. Ah, that's great. Thank you. Again, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. Um, I know you're, you're all over the place, but I, I love the opportunity to connect with you and learn more about your whole family business because that's what it truly is. Um, so thank you. Thank you for, for sharing your story with us today. Thank you so much for the invitation. Ah, thank you Tamara for coming back and sharing all your great wisdom it's lovely to have you back on and, and really sharing, you know, your, your struggles and your wins because entrepreneurship is not for the lighthearted. So it takes work, it takes determination, and thank you for sharing that. So next week, make sure you come back and tune in because we have Cam from Cam's Coffee Company. And Cam is a 12-year-old entrepreneur creating inclusive employment opportunities for all. And his mantra is one kid, one mission, a hundred jobs. So tune in next week and hear all about Cam's story. I guarantee you're going to love it. Thanks for tuning in.